the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome to our broadcast to all of you in West Central Florida this afternoon on our Fate Talk stations. It is so good to be back with you again. It's been a couple of days since... uh, Uh, We had a time to uh, share in some fellowship, and uh, I've looked forward to uh, getting back with you since uh, we said uh, goodbye last Friday afternoon at 6. Well, how are you doing today? You know, we've uh, just gotten the word that uh, the experts who have been tracking all the data that we now know that we're going to be practicing this safe distancing through the month of April. And so uh, we've got several more weeks, and uh, I just want to encourage you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that uh, that's fine. We're going to walk through it day by day. We're not going to worry about what's going to happen on April 25th. Today we're worried about what's happening on March the 30th. And also keep in mind we learned today that uh, it looks like about Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday is what our president, uh, President Trump, announced uh, over the weekend that they believe is going to be the peak date of the, uh, of, the, of the outbreak. So that's a couple of weeks away, and we're going to be watching that. And as we watch the, uh, the number of uh, folks uh, who have uh, succumbed to the uh, coronavirus, our hearts are heavy. They are heavy. But we have some hope to talk about today that I'm excited about. But all that is being preempted. We have some breaking news from right here in Hillsborough County. And it concerns one of our Hillsborough County churches, one of our Hillsborough County Christian churches. And um, I want to also say before I walk you through this um, story that just broke about 1 or 1.30 this afternoon, that uh, I am absolutely sure this is going to be a national story uh, this afternoon as soon as the services pick it up, and I believe it will be a point of conversation tonight. Well, this afternoon, uh, Sheriff Chronister 
and uh, let me do one thing. A lot has been happening just before the show, and I did not silence my phone, so let me do that. Um, the pastor of a church right here in Tampa, and it's a mega church, uh, he is facing charges after refusing to close the church doors despite a safe-at-home order, an order that went in effect in Hillsborough County. That happened last Friday. That order is following President Trump's directive, Governor DeSantis' directive, and now the also uh, the Hillsborough Preparedness Group, which is uh, the local mayors, Hillsborough County, uh, who uh, put their safe-at-home order uh, into play on Friday. Uh, and that uh, basically um, mimics uh, what the state and the federal level authorities are telling us. But uh, it was meant to stop the gathering of more than 10 people. It's meant to uh, take an abundance of caution to try and protect our population. That is what the order is all about. Uh, the Sheriff of Hillsborough County, Chad Cronister, said that one of two Sunday services had up to 500 people in attendance. Uh, He and State Attorney Andrew Warren earlier this afternoon announced that an arrest warrant had been issued for Pastor and Dr. Uh, Rodney Howard Brown. And Dr. Brown is now facing charges of unlawful assembly and violation of the public health emergency order. The River Church uh, held two services yesterday, and uh, the church is alleged to have even offered bus transportation to bring people in for those services. Uh, The church also live-streamed the uh, worship service, and the live stream uh, demonstrated a packed crowd that was uh, worshiping, cheering, and applauding. And according to uh, Sheriff Cronister at the press conference earlier today, he said, and I quote, they, being the River Church, have access to technology allowing them to live stream their services over the Internet and broadcast to their 400 members from the safety of their own homes, but instead they chose to gather at the church. And uh, I think... um, I believe uh, Dr. Brown lives in Hernando County, and uh, they were negotiating with uh, Dr. Brown and uh, his lawyers for uh, him to turn himself uh, into the Hernando County Sheriff's Office, where he will be booked, and it's my understanding that uh, he would be able to bond out from that facility in Hernando County, and uh, this is... uh, Uh, breaking news it's happening as we were getting ready to come on the air so um, we're trying to gather information as we get throughout the afternoon now some background on this and by the way this story comes to us courtesy of of, uh, Fox 13 and and by the way I'll just tell you if you would like to listen to the entire 30 or 40 minute uh, press conference you can go to the Fox 13 website the Fox 13 app Uh, That's where I was able to uh, view it because at the time that the sheriff had his press conference, I was monitoring the press conference of Governor Ron DeSantis at uh, one of the newest testing areas uh, opening up over in Palm Beach. 
Now, Fox 13 News is reporting that Chronister said his deputies tried to speak to Dr. Howard Brown, uh, Rodney Howard Brown, on at least two separate occasions about the dangerous environment the church was creating. Chronister said the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office command staff went to the church themselves to speak to the pastor, but was advised by church leaders and legal staff that Howard Brown was refusing to see them and he was also refusing to cancel the Sunday church services. The sheriff uh, went on to say, by the way, this is not the sheriff. Uh, State Attorney um, uh, Warren uh, was there as well. Uh, He commented, and I said, Hillsborough County State Attorney, I think it's unfortunate that the pastor here is hiding behind the First Amendment. One, it's absolutely clear that emergency orders like this are constitutional and valid. Second of all, leaders from our faith-based community across this country have embraced the importance of social distancing. And again, that was the state attorney. Now, on Sunday, uh, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown defended his decision to keep the church open in a video posted on his YouTube channel claiming the building had the technology to eradicate any virus. In a video, Dr. Brown said, quote, we brought in 13 machines that basically kill every virus in the place. If they sneeze, he said, it shoots down like at 100 miles an hour and it will be neutralized in a split second, close quote. Um, he went on to say that uh, this, this statement was on the website at the River Church, and I quote, We feel that it would be wrong for us to close our doors on them at this time or any time in a time of crisis. People are fearful and in need of comfort and community. Sheriff Cronister stressed that the warrant was not an attack on religious freedom and noted there are other Tampa Bay area churches who are following the social distancing guidelines uh, set by the CDC. He said his concern now is whether the novel coronavirus may spread following the crowded church services at the River Church. Now I will tell you, I want to share more about this story, but in addition to the Hillsborough County uh, State Attorney, uh, former uh, county commissioner and bishop uh, Scott, uh, he was also present and spoke at the press conference. And then uh, the senior pastor at Idlewild Baptist Church, Dr. Ken Witten, uh, the sheriff asked uh, Pastor Ken to uh, get up and uh, share a few words about this particular situation. And uh, I'm standing by, and as soon as we're trying to turn that around, And as soon as uh, Joe Weaver tells me that he has the audio uh, from Pastor Ken, um, we're going to let you hear from Pastor Ken. Now, in addition to that, uh, in God's timing, uh, today at 530, our guest pastor is, well, my pastor, uh, and that is Dr. Ken Witten. And uh, I have uh, exchanged uh, some messages uh, with Ken back and forth. And uh, he's going to join us at 5.30, and he's going to uh, share again some of his thoughts about uh, uh, not only uh, the arrest warrant that was issued, but his thoughts about uh, this current issue and, uh, you know, uh, controversy. 
And so we'll have that exclusively for you uh, this afternoon at 5.30 as well. Now, uh, let me go just a little bit further um, because uh, Sheriff Chronister was um, uh, pretty vocal. He said, quote, I was appalled and also frightened at the fact that those individuals were thinking and believing that they were doing right. How many people are they going to affect if they have COVID-19? Nothing more important than faith, especially during a pandemic, but like every other church here in the Bay Area, do it responsibly. And so um, during his arrest warrant, Fox 13 uh, shares uh, that uh, leaders from local churches also joined the sheriff. Uh, they write that Pastor Ken Witten from Ottawa Baptist Church pointed out that quarantine, quarantining is mentioned in the Bible. Um, Pastor Ken said, uh, well, what we'll do is hopefully we'll have his comments and uh, uh, we will play uh, his thoughts and comments uh, on this, uh, hopefully in just a, a few moments. But again, Reverend Thomas of the 34th Street Church, uh, he spoke as well. Um, and uh, the sheriff, uh, as well as the state attorney, uh, also appealed in the press conference to the River Church Congregation and they have asked them not to gather in the pastor's absence. And uh, even the state attorney was uh, uh, quoting uh, Mark 12:31. He said, quote, There is no more important commandment than to love thy neighbor as thyself. Loving thy neighbor is protecting them, not jeopardizing their health by exposing them to this deadly virus. So we'll have more on this. Of course, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. A very, very busy Monday afternoon, plus we have a whole lot more to share uh, on this uh, Monday afternoon update. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Climbing up on the back porch fence just to see the dogs running with the ring and a question. And my shivering voices singing through the crack of the night. I better go alone. Hope comes home. I still believe now on demand. I still believe in God's goodness. I still believe in hope when things seem hopeless. I still believe in family. I still believe in God's plan. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. I still believe based on the inspiring true story starring KJ Apa, Rip Robertson, Shania Twain, and Gary Sinise. I still believe available now on premium video on demand. And behold... Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached, embraced his feet, and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. There's a real reason for the Easter season. Share it with a friend. Send an Easter greeting for free from CrossCards.com. 
You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. The old principle we were taught in Henry Blackaby's experiencing God. Look for where God's at work. Just get in on it. Get involved. Join him in his work. Are you doing that in your life? The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and com. Hey, we're Bill Bunkley here with The Bill Bunkley Show, and... Um, well, I'll tell you what, it's been a very busy afternoon if you happen to just be joining us. We have an awful lot to talk about today, but uh, the breaking news of the afternoon was Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, lead pastor, senior pastor at the River Church, uh, held a couple of worship services yesterday, one allegedly uh, with about four or 500 folks violating the uh, the presidents, the governors, and the Hillsborough County Emergency Preparedness folks ordered for no gathering of more than 10 people in a non-essential uh, business. And um, Dr. Brown, uh, I'm sure, is, uh, from his point of view, uh, he was willing to go to jail over this because uh, not only did... Uh, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department to interact with the church. Even the command staff of Sheriff Chronister went to the River Church, and that means the top majors and colonels, whatever that delegation was, and um, he did not make himself available to meet uh, with them and had also posted a statement, whether this was Friday or Saturday, that he intended to have his two church services. And um, as this unfolds, I can tell you that uh, Dr. Brown is going to argue, uh, his attorneys are probably going to argue that he had a First Amendment right to gather. Now, that current that certainly is going to be up ultimately for the courts to uh, uh, decide. But in light of that, um, I don't know of uh, any other churches that are meeting around the Bay Area Maybe they are, but I'm not aware of them. Most of them have gone to alternative uh, services uh, online, and even there's been some assistance uh, for folks who could call in uh, through some various um, opportunities that have been offered to churches so that everyone could be a part of the worship service. But at the same time, uh, just to recap the story, we're going to go to uh, Dr. Ken Witten. Uh, senior pastor at Idaho Baptist Church, uh, who was uh, asked by Sheriff Chronister to um, be a part of today's announcement of the arrest warrant. And uh, Pastor Ken, uh, in a moment you'll hear, will be offering some thoughts about uh, uh, clearly this is a uh, 
This is a brother in Christ, uh, talking about Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. Uh, this is uh, one that uh, no one could question uh, his fervor for the Lord. No one could question his dedication to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, no one can question um, the expansiveness and uh, what he does through his ministries here uh, and abroad. But the bottom line is, um, was it or was it proper, was it not proper for him to continue to ask people to come uh, to the church? And the sheriff uh, spoke very uh, directly of the fact that notwithstanding the church saying that they had some, um, I guess what I would call state-of-the-art equipment, uh, that they could uh, spray down the facility and... Dr. Brown was quoted as saying, even if somebody sneezes, it could be zapped out by this by this thing at like 100 miles an hour. Um, and so, um, anyway, um, I think that uh, Dr. Brown has um, surrendered himself up in Hernando County. That's uh, where Dr. Brown lives. And uh, my understanding from the press conference that uh, he would be booked into the Hernando County Sheriff's Office and uh, he could immediately post bond and be released so he does not have to come back to Hillsborough County uh, here to the judges or anything else um, he would be returning here uh, of his for first court appearance uh, as he goes through the process now uh, Sheriff Cronister uh, had uh, asked Dr. Ken Witten to come and to share uh, some words about uh, what is going to be a national story there's no doubt that uh, tonight um, the idea of uh, whether a church has a First Amendment right to meet uh, when an order like this uh, is issued. And so um, we want to bring you uh, Pastor Ken's comments and reminding you that in addition to that, um, in God's timing, uh, I always talk about that, I did not know uh, that when uh, Jose Cruz, our scheduling producer right now, had scheduled Dr. Ken Witten that, uh, well, I knew over the weekend that he was going to be with me. But anyway, uh, at 5.30, tune back in because you can uh, hear my exclusive interview with Dr. Ken Witten as he's already scheduled to come and to share some thoughts and, and to pray. Well, now those thoughts, I'm sure, are just a tad bit expanded. All right, let's go to, uh, this was just moments ago, uh, this was at the press conference announcing the arrest warrant. This is Dr. Ken Witten, Senior Pastor, Ottawa Baptist Church. Thank you, Sheriff, and thank you all for being here and for uh, all of our medical enforcement and law enforcement and what you're doing. Let me just say this, first of all, as a pastor and as a fellow pastor, I don't think any of us pastors are trying to question Rodney Howard Brown's motive or his heart. I know he believes in the gospel. I know he believes in a big God. I know he believes that God can not only save, but God can heal. I don't think that's the issue. And I think we need to understand what the issue is. The issue here is not religious freedom. Because churches are not the ones being singled out. Everybody is shut down right now. There is no basketball. There is no football. There is no hockey. There is no... Uh, March Madness, there is no masters. All of us are doing our part. It, this is not a religious freedom issue, nor is this a real faith issue, uh, that if you believed in God and you believe that he heals. Let me tell you something. I'm a pastor that believed God heals. 
I believe God heals instantaneously. I believe he can heal in time. God can heal by miracle, and God can heal by medicine. This is not a real faith issue of if you believe in God, then you believe he can heal. This is not a real faith issue. This is not a religious freedom issue. This is a responsible friend issue. That's what this is. And let me be quick to say this. In the Bible, quarantining is in the Bible. It's in the book of Leviticus. And it was practiced. It was practiced by people. And God has called us as believers in Jesus Christ to love our neighbor. In fact, it's the second commandment. Thou shalt love thy neighbor, how? As thyself. You can't fulfill that commandment and be a vector of infection to your neighbors to whom you say that you love. And so I can't speak to Rodney Howard Brown's motive or his heart. Wouldn't even try to. I can just tell you here at Idlewild, and it isn't just Baptist, it's all denominations. It's even people that we may not see eye to eye with theologically. But can I tell you something? We can walk hand in hand together as community and as citizens together, and that's what we're trying to do. We're not doing this out of fear. We're not doing this out of panic. We are doing this out of love. Love for our neighbors. Love for the vulnerable. Love for the weak. Love for the elderly. I have pastor friends, many of them, who have COVID-19 people within their church. They believe in the gospel. They believe in healing. They believe God can. But they are not going to tempt the Lord thy God. They're not going to tempt them to try to bring people together and do that. And so I think this is a responsible friend issue. And I would beg all the churches to follow the people in Romans 13 that says they are our ministers, actually. They're our authorities. And the medical and the professional and, uh, and the social workers are trying to send a message to all of us. And I would ask all of my brothers and sisters in Christ to let's it follow, let's adhere, let's curb, and let's flatten this curve. Thank you very much. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has told the nation's governors that modeling on the coronavirus projected substantially more deaths if the nation did not incorporate social distancing. Dr. Deborah Burks, the coronavirus task force coordinator, was also on that call. She told governors it's several weeks away from the peak of the curve for the United States. Spain has become the third country to surpass China on coronavirus infections. That's after the U.S. and Italy. Spain's tally of infections reached 85,195 on Monday, a rise of 8% from the previous day. Macy's is furloughing a majority of its 130,000 workers beginning this week as its sales have collapsed because of the pandemic. On Wall Street, the Dow is ahead 413 points. The Nasdaq is up 217. This is SRN News. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at nosafespaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com now. 
It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Hi, I'm Arielle Winter. If you're like me, your pets are family. So when disaster strikes, you want to keep them safe. American Humane has tips to help protect our best friends in their worst times. So please visit AmericanHumane.com. Don't you love that feeling when you just nailed your look? When someone you barely even know comes up to you and says, Oh, I love that outfit. Where did you get it? That's how it feels to use Stitch Fix. They're a personal styling service. Tell them what you love, and they send great clothes for you to try on at home. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands you love and the looks that make you feel great. Stitch Fix is convenient. Get everything delivered right to you. So you can try on new styles in the comfort of your own home. Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to fit your budget. There's no subscription required, ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you started nailing your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for women, men, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. Be not drunk with wine, which is excess, but be what? Filled with the Spirit. This is the believer's gas. This is the fuel. This is what makes it go. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at Let's Talk Faith.com. Hey, we're back. This is Bill Bunkley and. Um we are with you this afternoon. i got to tell you what, I am with you. Our station is with you, Salem Radio, Salem Media. And uh, we want to not only be your source of uh, factual information, but we also want to be here to minister to you as well. Now, our phone lines are open if you'd like to weigh in on the uh, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown situation at 877-943-9673. Now, let me give you some of my thoughts, okay? Number one, as Pastor Ken said, I don't know Dr. Brown's motives. I don't know all of what his thinking encompasses. But for those of us that are followers of Christ, you know, he is a brother in Christ. And he has a ministry to hundreds, thousands of people, if not more. Uh, around the globe. He has a global ministry. So uh, on one hand, I believe that uh, you can uh, embrace the fact that uh, 
maybe your opinion is that uh, he should not have been holding services, and I don't mind telling you that's my opinion. But on the other on the other hand, uh, he has a Christian brother, and uh, he has those convictions, and so um, though we might disagree with um, uh, how he came to his conclusion. Um, we still need to understand that I believe that uh, he was doing what his uh, conscience was telling him. Now, I cannot speak to the uh, First Amendment issues. I'm not a lawyer, and I'm certainly not a constitutional lawyer. And so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to set that aside. But I will talk about the, the biblical side of uh, this discussion today. And that is, you heard uh, Dr. Ken Witten uh, talking about the statement that quarantining, quarantining is in the Bible. Now, some of you probably already know about what I'm about to say, but I'm just going to bring something to your attention. Do you remember what one of the major scourges that affected uh, uh, Israel? at the time of, well, not only in Old Testament times, but in New Testament times. And in fact, we've supported a ministry here who stood with folks who still have this disease. Anybody know what that disease is? It's leprosy. It's leprosy. And interesting enough that when you talk about, well, I don't like the name. They call it social distancing. I would call it people distancing. Hey, you know, six feet apart, no more than ten of you uh, in any kind of a meeting. Well, uh, I think one thing's for sure. Dr. Brown clearly violated the order. So we know that. He clearly violated the order. The courts will have to sort out the rest. But as I said, I want to at least give you the biblical perspective that what is happening here with the asking of uh, the, the social distancing, the quarantine uh, situation, it is biblical. You might want to write down, I got a couple of verses I want to share with you from Leviticus. Leviticus had a lot to do with the Old Testament law and the Old Testament um, uh, teachings of uh, the early priests and the prophets. In Leviticus 13.45, listen to this. Quote, As for the leper who has the infection, his clothes shall be torn, and the hair of his head shall be uncovered, and he shall cover his mustache and cry, Unclean, unclean. Now think about that. We have an invisible virus. We can't tell if we have leprosy like a uh, one with a with leprosy uh, can uh, can unfortunately tell with the skin, the sores, the disfigurement. And so the law was stay away, unclean, unclean. You also have Leviticus thirteen thirty one. Now, this is going a little bit further to the quarantine. But if the priest looks at the infection of the scale, that is the leprosy, and indeed, 
if it appears to be no deeper than the skin and there's no black hair on it, then the priest shall isolate the person with the scaly infection for seven days. There's a seven-day self-quarantine. Our experts have told us with this particular disease, it requires a 14-day quarantine. So the idea that um, this concept for public health and public safety um, has no roots in our Judeo-Christian foundation in history, uh, I hope that sheds a little bit of, of light on that. And then... Uh, even in the New Testament, Dr. Luke, the physician, by the way, the doctor, in Luke 17.10, he's talking about when Jesus entered a village. And as Jesus entered a village, ten, count them, ten leprous men stood at a distance and met him. Social distancing. And so... Uh, I will just say that uh, I believe in what I'm praying for, and you've heard me during the last week. We're going to have to wait till about Easter. Easter is, uh, with the data that's coming in, there's three or four major models that are projecting f uh, out to the future, but they're all kind of in the same area. And I uh, explain this similar to the hurricane models where we're going to be watching hurricanes uh, pretty soon. And by the way, the governor said that uh, it looks like we're going to have a very active season. So um, not not even concerned with that today, but at the day that rolls around where well, we got to get prepared and get our supplies and we're living a day at a time, keep in mind that uh, the Lord may uh, have that challenge for us uh, down the road. Uh, as far as how this thing is progressing. But think of it as, uh, as the different models. And uh, what that means is, is that it looks like that maybe the peak, that maybe the peak will be about two weeks away. And we'll see where we're all, where we are during that peak. And uh, I agree with the president's decision. Uh, based on what I have been able to read that I think it is it is difficult but it is the right decision, it is the prudent decision and uh, probably for us to, as this peak is happening, all we have to do, and, and what I'm focused on more than anything else, I'm watching the amount of deaths uh, that are recorded from day to day. The frequency of the amount of deaths recorded day by day because we don't know how many people have the virus because not everyone is being tested of those being tested we know the percentages of those who have been tested who tested positive who tested negatively and there again all of those there's some ways to do some projections but the one real projection to watch is the daily a death count and what I learned this weekend from the task force was that if we had President Trump very early on he probably has said this a hundred times but it's true had had he not closed 
travel from the affected areas in China and has continued with that policy of shutting down those who might be coming into the country. If we had if we had not done anything like he has done, his task force, I should say, has recommended, and you and I have followed uh, their ministers over us, as I told you, uh, following what they have to say, um, they're talking about we could have had we could see we could have seen I think 1.2 to 2 million deaths in America 1.2 million to about 2 million deaths in America now as it is Dr. Fauci said that uh, at least today and this is going to change every day and don't do what the press does they're giving us their best estimate today that's going to change tomorrow that's going to change Friday and Monday don't come back and play gotcha and say well Dr. Fauci on Sunday you said that uh, your best guess is maybe 80,000 to 100,000 people could die if this if this uh, flattening of the curve uh, works out like it looks like it's going to work out notwithstanding a huge spike uh, in New York, uh, their model is going to be different than the rest of us. And keep in mind, here in Florida, 60% of the cases are in Miami-Dade County, Broward County, and to a lesser extent, but down there in southeast in, in Palm Beach County. So that's what we're looking at. But at the same time, every one of those souls whether it's 50 since yesterday or 60 in Florida, whatever it is, each one of those souls is a, by and large, the stereotype is, is, is a granddad or a grandmother. And then there's others that are in that as well because we're learning that uh, no age uh, population is, uh, is free from at least contracting the contagion. doesn't mean it's going to be, uh, you know, fatal. Uh, but as we move forward, I... I think that the social distancing is going to save an awful lot of lives. And I I believe that God is working through the president. I believe that God is working through the coronavirus task force. I believe that God is at work through all of the very smart researchers and doctors. And um, we have technology and scientific um, um, knowledge today that we didn't have in 1918. They certainly didn't have the knowledge of leprosy at the time that Dr. Luke was writing about it, at the time that the Holy Spirit inspired uh, the words of Leviticus. And so that's how God works. God works. I pray. I pray to the Lord this morning for a miraculous ceasing of the coronavirus. I ask Him to stop it this morning. I pray that prayer every day, and uh, I'm not offended because the Lord doesn't answer it in a way that uh, I'd like to have it answered. Because I then pray, Your will would be done. And since it, it's where we're at, it's 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 
me praying for his will to be done. So uh, I want to tell you that we are on the, we're in the front seat of watching an historical global event. There is no doubt that God is in the midst of this. This is happening because of God's permissive will. And the implications for prophecy, the end times, well, I'll tell you what, an exciting time to study. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Travel Cats travel experts announce brand new stay and play golf vacations at Sandals All-Inclusive Resorts. Play any of six prestigious courses across the Caribbean with complimentary green fees and transfers, including the Greg Norman Signature Course at Emerald Bay or Journey to Ireland and play on the Emerald Isle. Call Travel Cats to design your golf getaway. 352-277-7300. Travel Cats. That's travel, K-A-T-Z.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Commendation to Congress and especially Senate Majority Leader McConnell on the massive rescue package. America gets the message, help is on its way. But it's time to do more, Congress. We need a phase four. Phase one was the $8.3 billion measure on vaccine research. Phase two was the bill that came from the House Democrats, deeply disliked by Republicans, but the Senate GOP passed it anyway. Phase three blew the doors off the normally stayed Senate, but we'll bring tangible help to American workers and businesses now that it will pass. But the country still needs a phase four. We need to respond to the purveyor of the plague, the Chinese Communist Party. China is nearly equal to the United States in economic strength and superior in stealth and ruthlessness. The immediate fight is the virus. The larger long-term battle is with a regime that allowed the virus to leave its shores. This does not mean war. It means vigilance and deterrence. It means phase four. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher here. Things being what they are, you might have more spare time than you're used to. Keep busy by attacking that honey-do list, including having Autoglass America replace your cracked windshield. Autoglass America comes to you, keeping you safe. And with comprehensive insurance, you'll not only get a new windshield, you'll get up to $100 cash back. If you're a snowbird, it's connected to Florida Insurance, so you won't get this deal up north. I'm a customer. I love Autoglass America. Call 813-96-GLASS, 813-96-GLASS, or autoglassamerica.com. Hi, I'm David Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan, and right now, please know that the Moss family cares deeply about your family and our community. And as hard as we work to make our face-to-face experiences for our customers amazing, we understand that right now, not everyone will feel comfortable venturing out to a showroom. So I'd like you to know two things. One, we're going to get through this together. And two, our commitment to unbeatable customer service is always available at mossnissan.com where you can shop our full inventory of new cars and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. They're also available at any of our physical locations. You can secure financing, value your trade, take advantage of programs for all military and first responders, and complete your entire purchase online, and all from the comfort and safety of your home. We'll even deliver your new car right to your driveway. Plus, every vehicle features MossCare, which one great benefit is an antimicrobial surface designed to kill all bacteria and viruses. At MossNissan.com, we're committed to never losing a deal over price, and more importantly, 
never compromising the health and well-being of our customers. God bless. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. He says He came to break the bonds, to unshackle us, free us, deliver us, that you and I may be winners and no longer losers. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. First hour about to wrap up. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. We're here for you. Well, let's get back to sort of uh, getting you prepared for the balance of the show. Coming up next hour, we're going to have uh, Congressman Ross Spano from the 13th District. He's going to be talking to us about the congressional response, both from the Senate and the House, uh, to the COVID-19. And uh, he's on the Small Business Committee, and he's going to speak a little bit about the relief for small businesses. That's coming up uh, in the next hour, about halfway through the hour. And reminding you again, in the third hour, we are going to have um, Idaho Baptist Senior Pastor Dr. Ken Witten, who's uh, well scheduled was scheduled to share a word and to pray for our community as our guest pastor of the day. Uh, our time with him will probably be a little more expanded because of. Um, uh, his uh, community support himself uh, with the um, arrest of uh, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, speaking a word of unity for our community as uh, that particular situation, as we talked about earlier in the program, now begins to move through the process. But a couple of things uh, just to tell you that uh, is exciting, and that is, The FDA, and we'll talk more about this, the FDA yesterday approved the hydroxychloroquine. That is the malaria drug that when given with the ZPAC, and uh, I understand with some ibuprofen, which reduces swelling that will help uh, your lungs to breathe, uh, that was approved last night. And uh, so uh, that's going to go out to um, many places around America. And um, I'm going to ask you to join me in praying. Uh, We've got the gentleman from Miami. Um, I I was watching his video um, that I think was released today. Um, He was about to die. He was given the malaria drug and the Z-Pak. He was better three or four days after that. He's fine. And, And now he's going home, and his video was from his car. Saying they can't believe he can't believe in a period of seven to ten days or whatever, uh, he was uh, preparing to meet uh, meet his maker, and now he's completely healed with no side effects. So, uh, needless to say, um, and I'm writing about that very thing for tomorrow. Something to think about because remember that uh, President Trump was real excited about the prospects about that and. Yeah, maybe he got a little bit ahead of his skis uh, on that as Dr. Fauci was um, coming from his point of view that uh, we've got, uh, even though it's an approved drug, uh, we've got protocols that uh, we've got to determine, you know, okay, um, in whatever quantity is it safe. 
who knows, maybe because of the coronavirus, you take this drug and it kills you immediately. Well, that's certainly not the case. Uh, And so they had to go a few days. And remember that because the president passed the compassionate drug use, that uh, folks that are in these ICU units uh, in New York by huge numbers, uh, what a sight to see the hospital ship pull in and dock there at the harbor on uh, Midtown Manhattan. And uh, and by the way, that ship is not going to be treating uh, coronavirus patients. They're going to be bringing regular patients to that ship. They'll start taking 50 new patients a day starting yesterday. And by the way, just a little bit of trivia. Um, those, uh, I believe those two, uh, Mercy and Comfort, they used to haul uh, fuel oil. Uh, Bunker C is what was is used on a lot of the big ships, uh, still using diesel, so that's a story. But uh, nonetheless, uh, for those that uh, have advanced cases, for us to get that uh, um, that drug to them, and uh, I'm just praying that it has all of the excitement that we are seeing in Israel, Italy, and some other places. Uh, and uh, between that and, quite frankly, with us staying at home, Uh, I believe our social distancing is making a huge difference. Time will tell. We'll have a chance to go back and evaluate all of this from a uh, historical, uh, documented point of view. But um, uh, I'm just excited because we have a lot to be thankful for. We have a lot to be joyful for. And we've got a lot to praise the Lord for. And what's that? That um, we're, you know what, we're not living in 1918. We had no idea back in 1918, they had no idea in Philadelphia as they were rallying around our troops who came back from that awful experience in the trenches in the winter in World War I, came back supporting our troops. Hundreds, thousands of troops are all around the people in Philadelphia in this big parade for the war bonds, and it infected the city big time, killed a gazillion people in Philadelphia and around the country. Let's just praise the Lord that of the medical research we have today, Dr. Britz and Dr. Fauci, and those who have been dedicated to this all of their lives. And you know, um, it was either Dr. Britz or her mother or her grandmother uh, died of a virus that couldn't be treated. And uh, I read between the lines, and I think that's why she dedicated her life to this work. A lot of hero stories. I want to talk about my friend who's working in the emergency room, who she shared yesterday, last night, at our Bible fellowship class that I am honored to uh, lead out in. We're going to take a break. More of the Bill Bunkley Show when we come back as we are, an- we are joined by our answer stations. Don't go away. Be right back. love that feeling when you just nailed your look when someone you barely even know comes up to you and says oh i love that outfit where did you get it that's how it feels to use stitch fix they're a personal styling service tell them what you love and they send great clothes for you to try on at home stitch fix is simple sign up in just a few minutes tell them about the brands you love and the looks that make you feel great stitch fix is convenient Get everything delivered right to you. 
so you can try on new styles in the comfort of your own home. Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to fit your budget. There's no subscription required, ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you started nailing your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for women, men, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says the USNS Comfort came in way ahead of schedule. They did it in eight days. And that means help has arrived quicker and we're going to be able to do the life-saving work right now. The Navy hospital ship has 1,000 beds and 12 operating rooms that could be up and running within 24 hours. It's expected to bolster a besieged health care system by treating non-coronavirus patients while hospitals treat people with COVID-19. The pandemic has some workers at grocery delivery app Instacart on strike. A group called the Gig Workers Collective is calling for a nationwide walkout. They want Instacart to give workers protective gear and provide hazard pay. Instacart responded, saying it would provide workers a new hand sanitizer upon request and will make changes to its tip system. The group says it's too little too late. Some workers plan to strike, but others say they're content at the moment with a paying job. Instacart also announced a month-long extension of a temporary policy, giving 14 days Days of paid leave to workers who are diagnosed with the coronavirus. I'm Ed Donahue. Also at SRNews.com, more Americans signed on the dotted line last month. They signed contracts to buy homes. The National Association of Realtors says its pending home sales index, a measure of the number of purchase contracts signed, rose 2.4% in February from January. Lower mortgage rates have been enticing more people to buy houses such that pending sales climbed 9.4% over the past 12 months. Rich Thomason reporting. The stocks are higher, led by big gains for healthcare companies announcing developments that could aid in the coronavirus outbreak. Ahead of the closing bell, the Dow is up 686 points and the NASDAQ 275 points higher. This is SRN News. This is what flow from Progressive sounds like in one of our commercials. You may have seen one there on TV occasionally. And speaking of motorcycle insurance rates, did you know that our basic motorcycle policies start at just $75 a year? And speaking of speaking of insurance, I just love... And this is how that same commercial sounds on your motorcycle. Yeah, everything's better on a bike. Progressive keeps you on yours. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Ah, tax season. Opening the mailbox and... What? Someone already filed my return? During tax season, personal info like your name or social security number may be emailed and shared more than usual. LifeLock monitors for unauthorized use of your personal information, notifies you if something potentially suspicious is detected, and works to fix it if you become a victim of identity theft. No one can prevent all identity theft, but join now and save 25%. Head to LifeLock.com and enter promo code SMART. China finds a new way to persecute Christians. The communist government has been conducting a multi-year crackdown on believers in an effort to suppress the fast-spreading faith. A new technique that's being applied is government pressure on the employers of Christians to fire them. 
One man tells Christian aid that after being arrested for his faith in 2017, he was released only to discover that his job was gone and nobody else would hire him. Christians make up about 3% of the population in China. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The government in Myanmar is taking action against a rebel group that targets Christians. International Christian Concern reports that government officials have designated the Arakan Army a terrorist organization. The Buddhist guerrilla group has been fighting the government on and off now for years and also persecutes Christians in local areas that it controls. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Sunday mornings at 11, join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense. Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you. Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell, Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here, and welcome as we start a brand new week. As I told uh, our audience during the, the first hour, boy, I really missed you and uh, really wanted to get back to check in on you. I hope you're doing well. It's not to say that you're not challenged, but I hope that you're doing well. I hope that uh, you are managing things. I, I can tell you that um, it is encouraging to hear some of the stories that I've been hearing. And um, I'll tell you, um, those folks, the nurses, the doctors, the emergency room, the intensive care unit, uh, first I hold up all of our all of our health folks that are working on this. But I tell you what, I want to talk about uh, the folks that are in the excuse me the ICUs and the emergency room in just a moment. But first, uh, as we go into the second hour, reminding you that uh, we're going to have a special guest, and that is Congressman Ross Spano from the 13th Congressional District, uh, primarily uh, in Polk County, uh, talks about um, the congressional response to COVID-19. Also, uh, the uh, small business plan that uh, should have the uh, uh, the request sheet uh, ready in the next uh, two or three days, and that's for small businesses to get some relief. He'll be with us uh, a half past the hour. But uh, the stock market to today was hanging in. Um, their rebound continued, and um, they closed up about 3.19% in the Dow Jones Industrials. That was up about 690 points to close at 22,327.48. The S&P 500 rallied as well, up about 3.35%, doing a little bit better than the Dow. 
That closed up 85.18 points to close at 26.65, getting a little bit closer to that 29.50 mark at the peak. NASDAQ was uh, also outperformed uh, both the Dow Jones Industrial and the S&P. It was up 3.62% um, to close at 271.70. Excuse me, the, it, the, it was up uh, 271.70 points to close at 7,774.15. 7, and uh, one other uh, piece of uh, news in that area Uh, The Federal Reserve is estimating that because of the coronavirus, job losses could total about 47 million here in America. Unemployment rate may hit uh, 32 percent. That came in uh, just uh, about four hours ago. And so uh, that is uh, your market uh, update report uh, for this afternoon. Glad you're with us. I got to tell you that the frontline folks at your hospital, in the emergency room, the folks that are in the ICUs, these are just absolutely amazing people. With uh, protective supplies being not up to speed yet, To hear their testimonies is really the most inspiring thing about this whole new challenge that uh, is before us. Uh, We have a friend. uh, She's in one of our emergency rooms in West Central Florida. And uh, she tells about the, the fear the apprehension among her fellow workers in that area. And in some of the hospitals around the country, there might be one or two nurses attending to three or four coronavirus patients who are on ventilators. And yeah, it's scary. It's stressful. And, um, Certainly some human experiences that uh, with all of the training that uh, these fine individuals have received, in truth, nothing's ever prepared them for something like this. Uh, The rest of us are able to social distance, and I call it people distance ourselves. But, you know, police, fire, EMS, hospital emergency, ICU workers, I mean, they are the epitome of the image of running to and into a disaster while the rest of us run away and take cover. And so I hope that um, uh, especially those of you who uh, are are Christians and know the Lord Jesus, uh, I just ask that you Pray a hedge of protection for all of them each and every day, maybe even two or three times a day. Uh, And it's amazing to to hear a a firsthand account. I also uh, saw a a video of an ICU 
nurse and uh, I think someone was driving and she was in the passenger seat and I guess she had left the hospital and was going home uh, or, or was just somewhere in a car and was sharing about the experience and, um, and she couldn't get through finishing her conversation. Just overwhelmed her about her describing the environment of nothing she has seen. And then, you know, uh, the story of uh, the changing of the shifts, story about a doctor calling in and wanting to know how many masks and uh, gowns that they had, protective clothing, and uh, telling them, well, if you don't have enough, I'm not coming in. Imagine that sort of a stressful situation. So a lot of things going on out there that requires us to um, just, um, boy, this is a time to be appreciative. This is a time to, quite frankly, do what we're asked to do. And um, I believe, I really believe that with us staying home, uh, there are going to be not just a few folks. I think there are going to be quite a number of people who are going to be able to spend some more time with their loved ones, with their family and with their friends as a result of all of us being responsible. And um, that's truly what I believe. Now, I bet you didn't know what today is. Believe it or not, today is National Doctor's Day. And so if you have a doctor, or first of all, if you are a doctor, thank you today on your day for our service. Thank you for all of what you've done. And if you know a doctor, hey, tell them much you appreciate it. Hillsborough County Schools, this is the first day of their online teaching. So some of you are experiencing that with your sons, daughters, or grandsons, or granddaughters. That's part of the news today. Uh, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu went into volunteer uh, a voluntary quarantine as he as one of his aides has tested positive for the virus and uh, praise the Lord that he and uh, Benny Gantz have worked out a deal for shared government. Uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu will serve half the term first and then Benny Gantz will serve as prime minister during the second half. Uh, but the biggest congratulations of all today in the midst of all of the stress, in the midst of all of the of the uh, the news we got to get through, we've got a brand new baby girl that's been brought into the world, and it just so happens her father is just a little bit busy today, but it happened this weekend, and so I want to uh, express uh, our how heartfelt congratulations to Casey DeSantis. Uh, she is the mom of a new, healthy little baby girl. And, of course, we extend uh, uh, both of those congratulations to Casey and uh, Governor DeSantis on the birth of their baby girl. And, yes, the government w- the governor was out today. Two different press conferences, one this morning about 9.30 or 10, uh, there at Dolphin Stadium at the testing site, and then at 1.30, he was up in Palm Beach as they are doing some of the tests there. And uh, one of the things to just remember that as we are seeing all of these tests spike up this number, and we've got another week or so that I think this is going to be happening in Florida, just remember why we are home. We are home because this unseen virus, 
this unseen threat has been among us. It's probably been among us maybe for a month, maybe two months. And so we're home because as um, we begin to see what's happening in our hospitals with how many patients are being admitted uh, who need to be admitted with the coronavirus, that just gives us some, some sort of a timeline of when they were probably exposed, then what time, how long it took for the virus to begin to um, do its uh, horrible, horrible spread within that body. And um, so keep in mind that uh, some of you right now, just keep a, just keep a close uh, watch on your symptoms, a close watch on what's happening in your life. And I believe that uh, when it's all said and done, there's going to be portions of the country who are not necessarily going to be heavily affected. But I think that this story is shaping up that when it's all over, it is going to be some of our major metropolitan areas uh, where people are in close contact with each other. You know, that's where we see the numbers spiking. And so that ought to tell us that before the distancing order went in place, that's where it was most easily contracted. And I think that's enough evidence for most reasonable folks to understand why the distancing, in fact, is uh, so, so very, very uh, important. And the news that the therapeutic answer, of course, um, we need that vaccine. We need that vaccine to be ready in a year because uh, many believe that the coronavirus will lay will go away and lay dormant to the summer and come back and so that long-term vaccine is so important but right now the therapeutic which is the today now uh, drug the malaria drug uh, with the uh, the k-pack boy i'll tell you what um that is uh that is certainly going to be an answer to prayer you know you and i don't know where all the cases are but I want to assure you that God knows. And if we will uh, be careful, if we will follow the washing of the hands, the putting on the gloves, the, to washing our clothes when we get back from being out, all of those things, I think we're going to be very well uh, protective. And um, in a moment, uh, bottom of the hour, we're going to have um, the congressman, um, is going to be with us. Of course, I'm talking about uh, uh, Ross Spano. And when we come back, we're going to hear from the president because I want you to be able to uh, hear some sound bites about the uh, hydroxychloroquine that's going to be used there in New York and um, just some exciting things. And it's amazing that the president keeps getting criticized, but the president from his bully pulpit Yes, he gets ahead of his skis sometimes, and uh, that irritates the press. But there's no doubt that he has been a very, very decisive leader, and we, I believe, are making great progress. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. If you want to be a part of our show, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. A truth has been How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. 
Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. Is it time to replace your home's carpet or flooring? Call Sears Flooring to get shop-at-home convenience you can trust. Sears Flooring brings the showroom to you with a wide range of carpet, tile, hardwood, and laminate. And if you call right now, you'll save 20%. Call for a free in-home consultation at 1-888-491-3939. Sears Flooring has many styles to match your home and your budget. Your new flooring will be precisely installed and your satisfaction is guaranteed. So call Sears Flooring right now and save 20%. Call 1-888-491-3939. Offer ends soon. Not available in all areas. Installation provided by Sears Authorized Licensed Contractors. License information available upon request. Call Sears Flooring. You'll save 20% if you call now. Call 1-888-491-3939. That's 1-888-491-3939. Sears. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. All right, Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. Real quickly before we get to the president, did you catch the controversy late last week where the president uh, put into play the um, Wartime Production Act and General Motors was balking at changing their assembly line to help us with the ventilators? Now, the only reason why I want to bring this up is, hmm, did we bail out General Motors a few years back? I remember that the Ford Motor Company was able to keep on keeping on because of the way that they ran their operation. But GM was about to go down, and so what happened? The American people bailed them out. And then when I heard that there was all this static, and it was, I guess, static over price or whatever, and uh, Trump was trying to get them to do it voluntarily, then he had to order, uh, you know, the Production Act. And I was just amazed. And I know GM makes some fine products, but boy, it... uh, um, I just wanted to pass that along to you, and you can use your own judgment. Well, yesterday, the president, I wanted you to hear from him uh, during this hour before we get to uh, Congressman Ross Spano. But, uh, you know, we've got uh, not only people that are hurting in Florida, but we've got a lot of people that are in jeopardy in New York. And apparently the uh, hydroxychloroquine, uh, is either being or going to be used in the medical treatment of 1,100 New Yorkers. 
wow, you know what that means? And they say they say in three or four days or four four and five days it's pretty remarkable what it will do. Imagine what we may be talking about in larger numbers just a few days, but here's the president. Uh, I want to point out that the hydroxychloroquine is being administered to 1,100 patients, people in New York, along with the z which is azithromycin. And uh, it's very early yet. It's only it started two days ago. But uh, we will see what happens. I want to thank Stephen Hahn, who's a great doctor, uh, left one of the best jobs in our country, running an incredible hospital in Texas. And he's the head of the FDA, and Stephen got approval for that so fast. Let's see how it works. It may, it may not, but uh, we may have some incredible results. We're going to know soon. So it's tested. It's being tested on 1,100 people in New York. And the governor also announced today that uh, they are getting their shipments into the hospitals here in Florida, and um, I am just uh, I am just uh, just praying for this would be one of the avenues that, uh, quite frankly, from my point of view, the Lord would give us uh, in uh, addressing this global pandemic. Well, the president also talked about uh, the help that many of you will need because of your employment situation and uh, how that's going to be delivered, and uh, that hopefully will be to you in a matter of days. Let's, uh, let's, let's listen in to the president talking about that delivery. Businesses, and includes $350 billion in job restoration and retention. So if you look at uh, job retention loans for small businesses, that's a big deal with loan forgiveness available for businesses that continue paying the workers. So it's $350 billion job retention loans for small businesses with loan forgiveness available for businesses that continue paying workers. I mean, how about that? $300 billion in direct cash payments are being sent to every American citizen earning less than $99,000 per year, $3,400 for the typical family of four. So they'll be getting a check for $3,400 for the typical family of four, approximately $250 billion in expanded unemployment benefits under this plan, the average worker who has lost his or her job will receive 100 percent of their salary for up to four full months. The bill provides for these unemployment checks to be delivered through the existing state unemployment systems, not us, state. And I was opposed to this method because many of the states have very antiquated computer systems that are 45 years old, and they're not prepared to handle this kind of distribution, this kind of money coming in so quickly. They're not set up for that. And uh, I didn't want to do it, but our opponents wanted it. So we did it. And if they don't get their money fast, I'm going to ask that we convene the federal government, that we come back to Congress, and we'll do something where we take care of it, because we can take care of it very easily and quickly. And I said that. But a lot of these systems are so old and so antiquated at the state level that they're going to have the money. They're going to get the money very quickly, but they're not going to be able to distribute it. So remember what I said, and we will, if we have to, call Congress back or find some other way of delivery of the money. Throughout this national struggle, the American
All right, we lost that, uh, and so the president was talking about uh, the checks that are going to be coming, and it's going to be coming through our state uh, unemployment network here in Florida. And uh, the president was also asked about, um, well, what about his higher approval rating? And uh, they were asking him a question if that is his number one priority. I want you to hear the president's response. Jen Pellegrino with OEM. Thank you, sir. Um, Mr. President, your approval ratings have been the highest they've ever been, as well as the ratings on your handling of the virus. Yet there are some networks that are saying they're debating whether or not to carry these briefings live. Do you think there's a link between the two? Well, I don't know. I know that, uh, uh, well, that's a nice question. Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, I, I don't want high approval ratings for this. I wish we could have our old life back. We had the greatest economy that we've ever had, and we didn't have death. We didn't have this. We didn't have this horrible uh, scourge, this plague, you call it whatever you want, the virus. But um, we're working very hard. That's all I know. You know, I see things, I see numbers. uh, They don't matter to me. What matters to me is that we have a victory over this thing as soon as possible. When you hear that 2.2 million people could have died if we didn't go through all of this. And and now uh, the number will be, you know, a much lower number. Hopefully it's going to be the numbers that we're talking about. Um, but uh, so I appreciate it very much. But, you know, what I want is I want our life back again. I want our country back. I want the world back. I want the world to get rid of this. This again, 151 countries. Uh, and we're going to do it. We're going to have a great victory. We're going to have a great victory. And, of course, the president, uh, a story within the story is how the press, uh, the mainstream media, has handled this huge story from day one. And um, it's amazing because certainly President Trump has some unorthodox ways of communicating at times. And uh, for some of us uh, listening today, being with us today, that might not be uh, the exact uh, bedside manner uh, to have been used in certain situations. But I tell you what, this has been a decisive leader who's not afraid of making a decision and moving forward. We'll be with Congressman Ross Spann in a moment. I'll be right back. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump is defending his decision to extend restrictive social distancing guidelines through the end of April. The president says he listened to public health experts who presented him with dire projections for the expanding coronavirus pandemic. A Navy hospital ship arriving in New York Harbor to help relieve the coronavirus crisis gripping New York City's hospitals. The ship has 1,000 beds. Macy's is furloughing a majority of its 130,000 workers beginning this week as its sales have collapsed because of the pandemic. Stocks are higher on Wall Street, led by health care stocks, bringing the market surge over the past week to 17%. Oil, though, has tumbled to an 18-year low. The Dow gained 690 points today. The Nasdaq up 271. The S&P picked up 85. This is SRN News. 
Hi, I'm David Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan, and right now, please know that the Moss family cares deeply about your family and our community. And as hard as we work to make our face-to-face experiences for our customers amazing, we understand that right now, not everyone will feel comfortable venturing out to a showroom. So I'd like you to know two things. One, we're going to get through this together. And two, our commitment to unbeatable customer service is always available at mossnissan.com where you can shop our full inventory of new cars and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. They're also available at any of our physical locations. You can secure financing, value your trade, take advantage of programs for all military and first responders, and complete your entire purchase online, and all from the comfort and safety of your home. We'll even deliver your new car right to your driveway. Plus, every vehicle features MossCare, which one great benefit is an antimicrobial surface designed to kill all bacteria and viruses. At MossNissan.com, we're committed to never losing a deal over price and, more importantly, never compromising the health and well-being of our customers. God bless. We've always had villains to face. Bad guys to take down. But you, you are the most horrible of all. We're not here because we have to be. We're here because we've had enough of you. We all have the power to do something. To stand up to cancer. Every single one of us is mortal. But inside of us, we're all heroes. So stand up with us. Stand up to fight. Stand up to cancer. Visit StandUpToCancer.org to learn more. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. One of the most important things for veterans is to be heard, and VA is listening. Appeals modernization is changing the way VA decision disagreements are processed for the better. Veterans, if you disagree with an initial VA claim decision received after February 2019, you have a choice of three review lanes. Contact an accredited representative to help you decide which choice is right for you. For more information, visit va.gov decision hyphen reviews. I can take control. VA's new, faster review process. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. The reason it is important for God to keep this promise to Israel is it's our way of knowing that God is going to keep his promises to us as well. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. We're here for you. And um, we're delighted to have uh, our next guest with us this afternoon because a lot has been going on in the Congress, not only in the last few months with the whole idea about uh, impeaching the president, uh, but also the coronavirus. And uh, today we're going to get a chance to talk with the congressman from the 13th District, and uh, that is Congressman Ross Spano. And uh, that district is sort of um, anchored in Polk County. So right here, one of our local uh, representatives. And I've had the honor of working with um, 
Representative Spano, when he was in the Florida House of Representatives, a member at uh, Bell Shoals Baptist Church. And uh, in addition to talking about how Congress does things um, and get his experience of a little bit of frustration being in the minority party with the whole Nancy Pelosi thing, uh, the partisan uh, leadership that she has been doing, but also he served on the small business Uh, committee there in the House, which is responsible for the small business relief under the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security, which is the CARES Act. With that, uh, Congressman Ross Spano, good to have you with us. Hey, Bill. How are you, man? It's nice to be with you, and it's uh, certainly good to be uh, back with your listeners today. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Home like you are and just waiting for the next uh, uh, the next step for we can um, make some progress going forward. But uh, we haven't chatted in a while, and I want to get to the small business aspect of it, but I've been just dying to talk to you because, you know, um, the Congress, the U.S. House, they do things a little bit different than the Florida legislature. And uh, you're in the minority party. Uh, you've got Nancy Pelosi, who uh, pretty well runs that on a partisan level. How has it been like to be in that situation uh, so far away from home and being that it's so much different than when you had leadership responsibilities in the House? That's a great question, and uh, it's it's certainly been different, and I I don't like the differences. Uh, Just to give you maybe a quick kind of explanation of, what that means. So when I served in the Florida House, and I did for six years, if you had a bill idea, something that you wanted to uh, get done, so you filed a bill, and that bill got assigned to committees, and the bill had to go to every committee, usually was referred to at least three committees, and you had to make a case for why that bill was a good, good idea, good legislation, good public policy, and then it went to the floor of the House, and you had to make that case again. So at least three, maybe four stops. And so, um, so that was required. And if anyone wanted to add an amendment to your bill, there was uh, a, a rule called the single subject rule, which required that amendment to be related to your bill in some way. Uh-huh. So you couldn't just you couldn't cram something on at the last minute in the dead of night or at the la- you know that it was completely unrelated. Now juxtapose that to the federal system, the rules that we have in the United States House. There have been many instances where we've, we've heard a bill on the floor of the House of Representatives, and the only committee that it went through was the Rules Committee, which is not a policy committee. No. Nope. And in many, case, in many cases, it, it had been heard in rules and then on the, at the, on the floor of the House in the same day or within 24 hours. So very little opportunity to to ask questions, very little opportunity to add amendments, very little opportunity to bring subject matter experts in to answer questions about concerns potentially with the unintended consequence of a bill. And then maybe even worse than that, you have the ability under the rules of the United States House to offer an amendment completely unrelated to the topic of the bill. And that's what we've seen here with this recent coronavirus legislation and that's really problematic, in my opinion, because what you have in a scenario like this, where you have a bill that is really, I think, a crisis scenario, something needs to get done, everyone knows that. And so you might have potentially the House that's controlled by the Democrats, 
knowing that the Republican Senate and the Republican president want to get something done to help the American people, but they see that as an opportunity to cram some piece of legislation or public policy in that scenario that would never otherwise pass. And so, and, and completely unrelated to the topic of the bill. So that you can see where that creates and causes real problems. I think we need a single subject rule in the United States House, like we have in the Florida House, so that any particular public policy that's proposed is is adequately vetted and considered. Mm. And uh, for those of you who've been listening to my show, oh, this past decade plus, you know that I've talked about this uh, in the Congress for so many years. I call it the Christmas tree, and we're going to load it up with a whole lot of ornaments and a whole lot of gifts. And let me just say that right now, the glaringness of the tragedy we're in, certainly all eyes are on the Democrats, but it has been an equal opportunity source through the years. But the sad part about it is, Congressman, is, and there was a there was a couple of quotes about this, when we have a national disaster and we have to do, whether it's Katrina, the veterans that are there in your environment on the Congress on the Hill, they are like, Man, they're like they're like uh, you know uh, clapping their hands and they're getting ready yeah. because th- yeah. the veterans, the ones that know how to play the system, they start yeah. slipping all st- all sorts of stuff in, and that's a big big opportunity to bring home some home pork, uh, home cooking to the the home constituents, and you wonder why we have trillions and trillions of dollars in a deficit. No, you're you're exactly right, and and you know you're right. People start that have been there for a while. They start salivating, you know, because they <laughs> they see a political opportunity, and so it's it's dangerous. It's it's the reason why people are upset and fed up with government, uh, and frankly, the reason is the reason. And you mentioned it. Both parties, in some respect, I, I happen to personally think that the Republicans aren't quite as guilty as the Democrats, but we're both you know guilty of it. I think. And, and the problem is we've got people that are in that place that have been there for way too long. And so we've got career politicians and that, that, that instead of looking for ways to solve problems, instead of looking for ways to help their constituency and actually do the things that the people sent us there to do, their first question in their mind is, how is this going to help me politically? How can I accrue more power? How can I use this particular instance to help myself you know, line me up to be the chair of this committee or the Speaker of the House or the majority or minority whip? And so the question is less a matter of what am I, what am I doing here that's going to help the American people. It's more a matter of what does this do for me politically and the power of my party or me personally. So, that I mean, obviously what we're talking about there is, is the term limits. So, you know, I talk a lot about term limits. I'm sure you probably have your strong opinions on that, too. But I think <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we've, we've got to have term limits federally because I think that's going to bring power back to our constituencies around the country. But, but yeah, it is a problem. It's been there for a long time. And the only way we, we can really solve that is to remove that, uh, that impetus or that, um, you know, what encourages people that are there to accrue that power and stay there for decades. Mm, that's for sure. By the way, if you're just joining us, you're listening to The Voice, especially if you live primarily in Polk County. This is your Congressman Ross Spano. He's uh, home from the the, um, the Beltway, which I'm sure he's glad about. Not only talking about uh, how business is taken care of uh, in the House and the Senate, uh, with reference to the last uh, coronavirus bill that uh, was dressed up like a Christmas tree. But uh, he was also instrumental in uh, the CARES Act as it uh, pertains to small business. He's on the Small Business Committee there in the House. 
Tell us a little bit. I told our audience last week uh, when it passed that help is on the way, both individually with those individual checks and also uh, with some employment uh, grants uh, opportunities for small business, hopefully to not have 15 pages of, of an application to complete. But uh, tell us a little bit about what that's going to do on the small business side since uh, you were right in the middle of that. Absolutely, and thanks for the question, Bill. And just as a, initially, just really quick as a preface to that, we, 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 were, we, we were able uh, because we controlled the Senate and, and the presidency, executive, we were able to get most of what uh, Pelosi had proposed in her version of this bill out, right? Yes. We got 95% of it kicked out, but there were still some things in there. But I think for the most part, it really did go a long way toward addressing some of the problems uh, that we've got right now that have created by the virus. So let me talk specifically as it relates to small business, because that's uh, you know, I, we did bring help to our healthcare workers and obviously individuals that are in tough situations. We have supported the unemployment compensation system around the country because we know we're going to have a lot of people filing for unemployment compensation. Um, but but we, well, a big part of this, too, is support for small business. We know that half of America's uh, workforce works for small businesses. Half. Okay? That's a lot of people. And so, yeah. so, to the, so to the extent we could support that sector of the economy. We thought that was important. As a former small business owner myself, I know that it's important. Uh, Main Street is really struggling right now. So what this bill does is it essentially creates a scenario that will hopefully encourage small businesses to retain their workforce. So it provides what's called a payment protection loan program where you can actually borrow uh, up to two and a half times whatever your monthly payroll is. And if you retain your workforce, Right? That's the idea. You want to keep your people on staff. If you, if you retain your workforce, then that amount is actually forgiven, so it's actually a grant. So instead of having people get fired and laid off and file unemployment, we want them to stay with their businesses, ride out this storm for a couple of months, and then be in the saddle where they can get going right away after this is all over. So that's kind of the idea with the payment protection plan. There's also a robust uh, uh, loan program, emergency loan program for uh, issues that businesses run into, um, uh, have run into with, with all of these additional expenses that they have um, and, and the loss in income that will, that will be available up to about $2 million, depending upon the need, depending upon the size uh, of, of, of the business. And these are government-backed loans. They have to be repaid, all right? But they're government-backed loans, and will actually uh, insert and inject a significant amount of liquidity into the, uh, the small business sector these next two months, so that we can hopefully bridge this really tough period. And on the look, we're, we're going to we're going to struggle. It's going to be an economic uh, problem here for a couple of months. But hopefully, with these incentives and these loans, we can get the, uh, the small business sector back up and running pretty quickly after this is all said and done. Hmm. Congressman Spano, just a quick question. Got about a minute left. <clears throat> Was there any discussion in the committee and with the final version? Uh, I know that if you look at regular SBA rules for getting a loan, all like three years tax returns, this, that, I mean, it's like two or three pages. We hear that it's been streamlined. Do you have any input on that? I'm glad you asked that question. Yes, I was in a conference call with Secretary Mnuchin, Treasury Secretary, uh, just a few days ago where he said that by this Friday, that uh, the banks, SBA-approved banks, and there are many of them, thousands in the country, will have a one-page form that'll be that'll be you'll be able to complete it within about 20 minutes. 
Um, there's no requirement that you seek credit elsewhere first. There's no collateral requirement, and there's no requirement that you sign a personal guarantee. And so many of the steps that really took the, old, the, the previous program that were required before you could get these loans done have been taken out of the process. And so uh, the idea is to be able to provide these loans in the context of about a 20-minute telephone conversation and provide an answer within that period of time and then turn these loans around within days, not weeks or months. And here's something else that's important. We're wanting Quickly, we've got, we got about 20 seconds. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So the banks will have SBA authority to extend these loans. You're not going to have to go, go through a government entity to get them, and that's a big deal. All right. Well, I tell you what, uh, we're going to have you back, but that is Congressman Ross Spano talking about the SBA small loan that will be freeing up some money as well. And, again, it doesn't have to be repaid if you forward it to your employees. Hey, uh, Congressman, thanks for being with us. Thank you for your service to the nation, and uh, be safe and keep the distance out there. We'll do it, Bill. Take care. God bless. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. Bill Bunkley with something to think about. As the COVID-19 stay-at-home experience continues, living in close quarters without any outside outlets is a mounting concern for our public health care professionals. The larger the family, the greater the challenge of keeping everyone occupied. On the other hand, being single at home is no small challenge either. Now, as cash reserves for some are at alarming levels, pink slips are coming in from work, and nerves are fraying, mental health is a serious concern. Never forget, God is in control. This will pass. He will see you through this. Now is the time to regularly call, text, email, video conference your family, friends, and yes, your neighbors with words of solidarity that we will get through this together and to encourage one another. Every day, the end is one day nearer. I'm Bill Bunkley. Catch my show weekdays at 3. Get the latest local and Florida updates by following us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Faith Talk Tampa. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to SurroundTampa.com. SurroundTampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Crooked teeth may embarrass kids whose families can't afford braces. And trying to fix their teeth themselves can make things worse. 
Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. For children and teens who qualify and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, treatment can be life-changing and help them smile with confidence. Learn more at aaoinfo.org. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 a.m. as we welcome Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Jesus is real, folks, and He cares about you. I know He's about new beginnings and breaking the bondage over our lives that has held us. And if we'll turn our faces to Him in humility and sincerity, He'll bring freedom to our lives. We don't have to leave here like we came. Don't miss Alan Jackson Ministries. Weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. We that are alive caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at Let's Talk Faith.com. Hey, we're back. Uh, Bill Bunkley here and. Um, just sort of taking a, uh, the wide view of where we are at today in the country. And, um, well, i tell you what, I don't know about you, but just seeing that hospital ship uh, sail into the harbor and uh, being moored against uh, uh, the docks there in uh, New York City, it was just a, a, to me, it was a proud moment because that ship uh, and, uh, the, when the comfort, the mercy, mercy is going to L.A., comfort went into New York, and uh, they were retrofitting that ship. And it used to be carrying um, fuel oil. It's a fuel oil tanker that was converted to the hospital. But they turned that thing around, and now they are in New York. And, and it's, it's like a giant symbol, that lily white ship with the red crosses on the ship. I don't care if you, you're not around, but I don't care whether it was the First World War, the Second World War, Vietnam, Korea, whatever. That ship and the sister ship are just symbolic of who we are. It is symbolic of what this country even though in many aspects, in my opinion, we have, we have turned our back on God. There's no doubt about that. All we have to do is look at some of the cultural indicators to understand uh, how people have just uh, gone out and in this whole idea of everybody doing what's right in their own eyes. And a lot of it's not right, but that's personal opinion. But, you know, maybe... Members of the Congress excluded, but this country comes together. And that ship reminds me of our military. 
Our military, when there is a national disaster, our military is there. It's almost like how inspired I was back when New Orleans was devastated devastated by Katrina. And there weren't enough private helicopters. There certainly weren't enough EMS or police helicopters. There weren't enough, like I said, the Coast Guard was tapped. But when we saw our airborne helicopter units coming in from our armed forces and rescuing those people off the housetop, that was a very inspiring moment because if we don't watch ourselves, our minds can get away from us. Our minds can do the mountain and a mohill. And we Christians know that if we... If we look at the world around us and don't embrace the spiritual aspect, the unseen God, the unseen Son, and the Holy Spirit, and when you have that ship that comes in, it's almost like in the back of our minds we're reminded of help is on the way. Knowledge is on the way. A game plan is on the way. And maybe, 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 maybe even a drug. Hydroxychloroquine and that Z-Pack. Unbelievable. But I want to just give you a word of encouragement as we wrap up our second hour this afternoon. And um, there is no doubt... There is no doubt in my mind that we are going to go through this dark valley. But we got to stick together. We have to stick together. We have to put so many personal differences aside for the moment. As I said last week, one of our callers was not happy with uh, some of the um, activities in the House on a partisan basis. And I said, you know, I, I, I certainly share your frustration, but... For me, it's it's uh, that conversation will take place. It will take place down the t- down the road, not here. So, first of all, I want to remind you, please, if you've never seriously considered who Jesus Christ is, if you've never had anyone ask you the question, if you were to die at this moment. Where would you go? If you've never considered those important questions, I just want to wrap up our second hour um, asking you to do that. I ask you to, to consider the claims of Jesus Christ. To consider trusting him with your life. And thereby incorporating in your life a whole handbook of the instructions on how to live. The handbook that has been used down through the years and the ages. I'm talking about the Bible. It is the Bible that now needs to be removed off the shelf where it's been sitting for quite some time. And that very remarkable book needs to be opened up in your presence, in your family's presence. And if you want to find some verses, yes, 
Just ask Google the Bible verse about plagues. I'm Bill Bunkley. Hey, come join me on the other side of the Bill Bunkley Show on our Faith Talk stations. Jay Sekulow is up next here on our answer stations. Be right back. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Take the Kindness Challenge at letstalkfaith.com. Brought to you by Word of Life Bible Institute and Faith Talk, 570 and 910. Hope comes home. I still believe. believe. Now on demand. I still believe in God's goodness. I still believe in hope when things seem hopeless. I still believe in family. I still believe in God's plan. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. I still believe based on the inspiring true story starring KJ Apa, Rip Robertson, Shania Twain, and Gary Sinise. I still believe. Available now on premium video on demand. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. More states are issuing stay-at-home orders in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic. At a news conference today, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan says he's issued a stay-at-home order. No Maryland resident should be leaving their home unless it is for an essential job or for an essential reason such as obtaining food or medicine, seeking urgent medical attention, or for other necessary purposes. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam has issued a similar order effective immediately. He also ordered all higher education institutions to stop any in-person instruction amid the coronavirus pandemic. That move is likely directed at Liberty University. New York's governor issued an urgent appeal for medical volunteers Monday amid a staggering number of deaths from the coronavirus, saying, quote, Please come help us in New York now. And tens of thousands of retired or sidelined nurses and doctors were already answering the call. Andrew Cuomo says the virus is not just bad in New York City. You see this virus move across the state. You see the virus move across this nation. Uh, There is no American who is immune to this virus. At the same time, the governor's appeal went out. A Navy hospital ship also sent to the city after 9-11 pulled into port with 1,000 beds to help relieve pressure on New York's hospitals. Coronavirus Task Force Coordinator Dr. Deborah Burke says scientific models suggest the coronavirus is likely to take a heavy toll on the U.S. It's anywhere in the model between 80,000 and 160,000, maybe even potentially 200,000 people succumbing to this. That's with mitigation. She told the nation's governors today that the virus is several weeks away from the peak of the curve for the United States. On Wall Street, the Dow by 690 points, the Nasdaq rose 271. This is SRN News. I am doing all the right things, drinking plenty of water, eating right, and exercising. But month after month, my constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating keep coming back. Irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC, affects 13 million Americans. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. 
Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S.com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Allergan Pharmaceuticals and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. More trouble for Christians in northeastern Syria. Turkey has been cutting off the water supply to the region in its fight against the remnants of ISIS in Syria. However, international Christian concern says local believers are also suffering because of the cutoff. There is some speculation as to how concerned the Turkish government might be about Christians in Syria, given the increasing persecution of believers inside mostly Muslim Turkey. Many Syrian Christians are the descendants of people who fled Turkish genocide. Michael Harrington, SRN News. A Christian orphanage in Nigeria has been closed and the operators arrested. Christian Solidarity Worldwide reports that Solomon Tarfa and his wife remain behind bars in Kano State, where local Muslim authorities are enforcing Sharia law. The couple's being required to pay a large sum of money for their freedom, an amount they cannot afford. Christians are under intense persecution in northern Nigeria, both at the hands of the terrorist group Boko Haram and Muslim Fulani herdsmen. This is SRN News. If you're concerned about the state of modern education, have you considered enrolling your child in a private Christian school? Go to ChristianTuitions.com and discover how to get 50% off your first year. Find a school near you at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Sunday mornings at 11, join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense. Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you. Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell. Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from governments. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813 287 5700 or toll free 1 877 943 9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. We're back. This is Bill Bunkley, hour number three here on the Bill Bunkley Show. And for those of you who are just able to join us, hey, welcome this afternoon. I hope that uh, you had a good weekend. 
and um, as we are uh, dealing with the new updates ba based on the new data that uh, we've got uh, what was expected I believe uh, the knowledge that we have uh, further to go um, if you're just joining us for the first time that yes uh, the um, the order to stay separated to stay at home is going to be extended through April 30th and uh, right around the date of Easter as of yesterday uh, right around Easter that Easter Sunday is about the time where we may see the peak of the coronavirus according to President Trump and so um, each day as we are having our quiet times each day as um, uh, we're inquiring uh, before the Lord there's something special about getting up and getting your coffee, your orange juice, grabbing your Bible, maybe your devotional, and to just have your daily quiet time to be refreshed anew, not only from the Lord and the Holy Spirit that we know is a process through Scripture every time that sun comes up, but also refreshing and renewed with the scripture. And then to be able to just maybe sit quietly on your back porch. Or maybe sit uh, where there's a window to watch the world uh, come alive or as you go through the, mo the morning. And just be able to inquire of the Lord. And because the Lord created us for fellowship. And there's nothing more that he delights in than when, number one, you make him a priority. And then when you actually spend time with him. Maybe as a mom or a dad or a grandmom or a granddad, maybe maybe depending on where you are at with uh, the, uh, the development of your children. Some of you know what I'm talking about when you don't get a chance to maybe see your kids a lot and next thing you know, they, they drop by and they're not in a hurry. They're not coming by picking up a check for the loan or they're not getting the car keys or they're not picking up the laundry that mom did for them. No, they just came over to chill, chill on the couch with you in the living or family room and just, just to visit and have a conversation. Well, you know. That's who God is. That's who Jesus is. They developed us to be relational beings. And I hope that, uh, I hope that uh, now that we have this divine interruption, there's no doubt that God's in this. There's no doubt that this is God's permissive will. And whenever we're distracted, whenever we're interrupted, God is God is always saying something. God always has a message for us. And that message may not be revealed in its entirety to today. But six months from now, the Lord will reveal more to us about what this interruption was defined by. You know, the length, the depth, number of folks that uh, we estimate was infected, those who unfortunately passed on. 
and as we as we consider it know that I firmly believe as a result of this huge timeout God is speaking to each and every one of us about the issues of this day of the issues of the day you know when we look at our pulpits our pulpits of what I would characterize as Orthodox Christianity they are not filled with preaching of asking the congregation what do they think or not necessarily testing how people feel no the pulpit should be regarded as a place of holy ground a place where the Word of God rightly divided goes out and I want to tell you what what I gleam from Dr. Tony Evans recently he said when pulpits fail to preach the truth the people become confused now, from a Orthodox Christian worldview, those of you who are in that category, you may think like I do. You're very confident in my instructions for living. Though I may violate those instructions by sin, we are told to quickly uh, acknowledge our sin, quickly repent of our sin, and ask for forgiveness. But if you think about where America has gotten to today, think about where Europe has gotten to today. I believe it's because our pulpits started preaching error, started picking and choosing God's word. Now, I can't explain all of it, but I believe God's word is absolutely true and absolutely accurate from the beginning of Genesis to the end of Revelation. And that if you read a certain principle, assuming you are in a very accurate translation, If God said it, we should do it. But look how far afield we have gotten today. And because of that, uh, our pulpits are hurting. And a programming note, Joe, uh, we've got the president going to give a briefing. Uh, When we can bring that up, let me know, and we'll go to the White House uh, for the president. And so... I just think that right now God is allowing us to step back, consider the truths in his word in the way that we have rebelled against him, not only here but around the globe. And I think this is his supernatural opportunity for us to do the self-evaluation that we need to do to cleanse ourselves 
and to see how we can be of service to him. How can we go forth and be maybe the only Christian somebody may know where we can share the peace that we have and the assurance of our eternal home. All right, well, uh, we'll break away right here. Let's take it to, it looks like the Rose Garden at the White House. President Trump is speaking. Substantially now more than one million tests, please. Thank you, Alex. Well, thank you, Mr. President, for your leadership in marshalling all the resources that we have for this unprecedented testing effort. And thank you, Mr. Vice President, for leading a whole-of-economy approach to testing. As the President mentioned today, the United States hit more than one million samples tested, a number that no other country has reached. We're now testing nearly 100,000 samples a day, also a level that no other country has reached. I want to thank every partner that has been involved in this effort. That includes all of the men and women of the FDA and the CDC, including Director Redfield and Commissioner Hahn. Together, the FDA and CDC have worked to balance the need for testing on an aggressive scale with the scientific rigor that Americans expect. Working with our testing coordinator, Admiral Girois, they have now truly unleashed the ingenuity of the private sector and our state and local leaders, the centerpieces of America's historic approach to testing. I want to thank those state and local leaders who have used their on-the-ground resources and knowledge to lead testing and make it much more easily accessible to the Americans who need it. I'm also grateful to FEMA, with whom we're now working closely to get state and local partners what they need. I also want to thank CMS, where Administrator Verma has given health care providers unprecedented flexibility to scale up capacity for testing and treatment and has ensured that tests will be paid for. Finally, we would not be where we are today without the many American companies, entrepreneurs and scientists who have worked day and night to develop, as of today, 20 different emergency testing options. With the FDA responding to requests for authorization typically within 24 hours, the number of options is growing nearly every day. FDA has also opened up new options for using the available tests, like self-swabbing and new options for reagents. I also want to thank FDA and other components of HHS for incredibly rapid action on other tools that we need. This weekend, we actually worked to secure 30 million tablets from Sandoz and 1 million tablets from Bayer of hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine, which are potential COVID-19 treatments and we authorized Battelle's new decontamination machines, which can each sterilize thousands of essential N95 masks for reuse every day. So thank you, Mr. President, for your leadership, and thank you to everybody who's played a part in getting us where we are today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'd like to ask uh, Dr. Hahn to come up, FDA, because we have some really that good stuff. That was Dr. Uh, Alice Azar. First of all, the numbers uh, have been incredible have, uh, on testing, but heard his voice uh, in a very regular manner. Let's go ahead and go back to the president. From Abbott Labs, which is right here, and that's a five-minute test, highly accurate. And I maybe can show that as we listen to our FDA commissioner, the job he's done and the uh, approval process. Uh, We talked about the uh, chloroquine and the hydroxychloroquine just now. 
Uh, I thought that I'd mention it, but Alex has already done that. But we have that now under test with 1,100 people in New York, and it was only the fast approval by FDA that allowed us to do that. It was a really rapid approval. And, uh, Doctor, please say a few words. And this is the first one on the line of the five-minute test from Abbott. Thank you, Mr. President, for your leadership. Thank you, Mr. Vice President, for your leadership of the task force. Um, All right, going to bring it back in. We'll bring you more of the live press conference from the Coronavirus Task Force. And we'll have Dr. Ken Witten sharing with us the bottom of the hour. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. Do you currently get regular structured settlement or annuity payments from an insurance company for a personal injury, auto accident claim, wrongful death, or inheritance? If so, you don't have to wait for months or even years to get the cash you need now to cover urgent expenses like debts, tuition, medical bills, or exciting events like a new baby or down payment on a home. With over 25 years' experience, J.G. Wentworth, the country's leader in structured settlement purchasing, has helped thousands of people get the cash they need. Call today at 800 741 We offer flexible options that pay you a lump sum of cash for a portion of your payments, ensuring you get the money you need now while still receiving future payments from your structured settlement or annuity. And unlike others, J.G. Wentworth is a direct funder and can streamline the process, helping you get the lump sum of cash you need faster. For your free cash now quote, call 800-741-5929. That's 800-741-5929. 800-741-5929. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached, embraced his feet, and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. There's a real reason for the Easter season. Share it with a friend. Send an Easter greeting for free from CrossCards.com. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Take the Kindness Challenge at letstalkfaith.com. Brought to you by Word of Life Bible Institute and Faith Talk, 570 and 910. Hey, we're back. We're, um, we're at the uh, White House this afternoon taking the feet of President Trump and the Coronavirus Task Force. Let's go back to the Rose Garden. Six million doses. So the uh, private sector, as you'd say, Steve, it's been amazing what's happened, really amazing. And we're going to introduce you to some of the greatest business executives in the world today, no matter where you go. And they're going to say a little bit about what they're doing. And then we have so many more. The FDA has also authorized the Batil's uh, N95 respirator mask sterilization kits. It's uh, an incredible thing. I've been asking, why are we throwing these masks away? You look at some of these masks and they're significant pieces of equipment. And I say, how come you throw them away? Why aren't they using sterilization techniques? And uh, I got a call from Mike DeWine, the governor of 
Ohio. And he's a tremendous guy, tremendous governor. And he said, we have a company named Batil, and they're having a hard time getting approval from the FDA. And I called up Dr. Hahn, and within a very short period of time, they got the approval. Steve, we really appreciate it. I want to thank Mike, and I want to thank Steve. And uh, they're going to be able, each machine now can disinfect 120,000 masks per day. Now, think of that. Each machine can disinfect 120,000 masks per day. It'll be just like a new one. It can go up to about 20 times for each mask. So each mask can go through this process 20 times. And they have uh, two in Ohio, one in New York, and one will soon be shipped to Seattle, Washington, and also uh, to Washington, D.C. So that's going to make a tremendous difference on the masks. This morning, I spoke to our nation's governors to help each state get the medical supplies they need. And yesterday, uh, Vice President Mike Pence asked our nation's hospitals to begin reporting total bed capacity, ICU bed capacity, ventilator capacity, and vital medical supply levels on a daily basis. And, Mike, thank you for the great job. Thank you very much. In New York, the 2,900-bed hospital under construction, which is now completed, they completed it in three days, you might say three and a half days, at the Javits Center, will be completed today, will be — and when you look, so they're going up, I think we're going to be adding some more beds, which will be completed today. And we've opened up — whoops, there goes our box. And my hair's blowing around, and it's mine. One thing you can't get away with, if it's not you, you got a problem, if you're president. And nearly 3,000 medical beds will become operational. The U.S. Navy ship Comfort also arrived today, equipped with 12 operating rooms and 1,000 hospital beds. Work has begun on additional temporary hospital sites, including a 600-bed capacity nursing home facility in Brooklyn and numerous floors of a high-rise building on Wall Street. So it's been really uh, pretty amazing what they've done. The Army Corps of Engineers, what they've done, they've done they, — they just completed — think of it — a 2,900-bed hospital in New York in just about three days, maybe four days. And the whole city's talking about it. On top of that, we floated in a great ship, which is going to be a 1,000 rooms, which is being used for uh, patients outside of what we're focused on, and that will free up a lot of rooms for what we're focused on. So it's been great. The Army Corps of Engineers has awarded contracts for the construction of alternate care facilities also at the State University at Stony Brook, State University Old Westbury, and the Westchester Community Center. We're sending 60 ambulances to New York City today. We have a total of 60. We're getting some additional ones, with up to 190 more to follow at different locations. Uh, to date, FEMA has obligated more than $1.3 million — billion dollars in federal support to the State of New York. So we're spending a lot of money in New York. It's a hot — it's a hotbed. There's no question about it. And we're spending a lot of time, effort on New York, New Jersey. Spoke with Governor Cuomo a lot. Spoke with Governor Murphy a lot in New Jersey. And we're uh, — we're really getting the job done. People are 
very impressed, and I'm very impressed by the people in FEMA, the people in the Army Corps of Engineers, because what they've done, I've never seen anybody do anything like it. In addition to the 8,100 ventilators that we've already delivered over the next 48 hours, we're delivering more than 1,000. We're going 400 ventilators are going to Michigan very shortly, 300 going to New Jersey, 150 ventilators to Illinois, 150 to Louisiana, and 50 to Connecticut. FEMA and HHS already delivered 11.6 million N95 respirators, 26 million surgical masks, 5.3 million face shields, 4.4 million surgical gowns, and 22 million gloves. And I don't know if you just saw it, just came over the wires that Ford just announced just a little while ago that they will produce, along with General Electric Healthcare, 50,000 ventilators, and they're going to be doing it in less than 100 days. And top of that, we have other companies that are doing ventilators, including General Motors. But we have uh, nine other companies doing ventilators as we outpace what we need. We're going to be sending them to Italy. We're going to be sending them to France. We're going to be sending them to Spain, where they have tremendous problems, and other countries as we, as we can. But the fact that we're doing so many so quickly is a tribute to our great companies. More than 14,000 National Guard members have been activated and can help supplement state and local efforts to distribute personal protective equipment where we're sending a lot. We have plane loads coming in. Uh, we have 51 loads from various locations all around the world. And uh, they're landing. We had our first big cargo plane land this morning. And we're getting it from all over the world. And we're also sending things that we don't need to other parts. I just spoke to the Prime Minister of Italy, and we have additional capacity. We have additional product that we don't need. We're going to be sending approximately $100 million worth of, of things, of surgical and medical and hospital things to Italy. And Giuseppe was very, very happy. I will tell you that they're having a very hard time. Joining us this afternoon are CEOs of the great American companies that are fulfilling their patriotic duty by producing or donating medical equipment to help meet our most urgent needs. What they're doing is incredible. And these are great companies. Darius, Domchek of Honeywell, you know that. And Darius has been uh, somebody that I've dealt with in the past, and he's a great leader of a great company. Deborah Waller of Jockey International. A friend of mine, Mike Lindell of my pillow. Boy, do you sell those pillows? All That's right, let's bring it back in. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, and a lot of good developments that were being um, uh, shared with from the president uh, from that press conference. Going to take a quick time out. Dr. Ken Witten, senior pastor at Idawal Baptist Church, is up next. And uh, of course, uh, if we have time later in the program, and that press conference is still underway. We'll take you back. More of the Bill Monkley Show coming up in a moment with Dr. Ken Witten. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. New York's governor has put out an urgent plea for medical volunteers as coronavirus deaths in New York City mount and hospitals buckle. 
in what authorities say could be a preview of what other cities across the U.S. could soon face. Governor Andrew Cuomo says, please come help us in New York now. We need relief. He made the plea Monday as the number of dead in New York State climbed past 1,200, with most of the victims dying in New York City. The top infectious disease expert in the United States is warning that smaller U.S. cities are about to witness the rapid acceleration in coronavirus cases that New York is seeing. President Trump is bracing the nation for a death toll that could exceed 100,000 people. Mr. Trump extended restrictive social distancing guidelines through April 30th. On Wall Street, the dot by 690 points. The Nasdaq rose 271. More details at srnnews.com. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. It's a different kind of pandemic. I'm referring to the left's attack on free speech. The attack born on college campuses and now has spread through the media, online, and at your place of work. If you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the hard left will come to shut you down. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, starring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. Netflix won't carry it. Amazon Prime won't carry it. But now you can watch this important film from the comfort of your home. Go to nosafespaces.com. Learn how you and your family can exercise your First Amendment rights and express the principles, values, and ideas you hold dear. Go to nosafespaces.com now. That's nosafespaces.com. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at nosafespaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com now. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Take the Kindness Challenge at letstalkfaith.com. Brought to you by Word of Life Bible Institute and Faith Talk, 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come. But if I will go, I will send Him to you. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at Let's Talk Faith.com. And when my heart won't break, 
president is having his daily press conference in the Rose Garden at the White House. And we will take you back to there later on in our program if time uh, is allowing us to do that. Well, right now, special day for me because uh, our guest pastor of the day is Dr. Ken Witten, senior pastor at Idlewild Baptist Church. And uh, not only is Pastor Ken uh, my pastor, but uh, we've got multi-decades of, uh, of our relationship uh, there at uh, Idlewild, and I'm so glad that he's here with us today. And Pastor Ken, I, I'm glad you're with us. And uh, in Thank a moment, you. uh, your, your, your day kind of uh, unfolded a little bit different than what you thought it was going to be at 11 o'clock this morning, but we're glad to have you with us. Thank you very much. And decades being together, probably you're trying to just tell your listeners we're both old. Yeah, but you're older, but you're older than I am. Just remind yes, you that. I, and uh, I am. And Reno's in that loop as well. Anyway, Pastor Reno. Um, hey, uh, Pastor Ken was going to be uh, our guest pastor of the day to pray for the community, which he will, and to share his thoughts about where we're at, uh, what God is doing during this this time of this global pandemic, and he will. But uh, earlier today, Pastor Ken uh, got a phone call from uh, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office and uh, wanted to know if uh, he could be part of a press conference talking about, uh, well, unity of all the churches and the uh, social distancing, et cetera, et cetera. And so that took place at 101.30. And so when Pastor Ken arrived to, to, to be, a, you know, uh, an assurance to the community, the press conference was a little bit different than what he thought it was. And so, Pastor Ken, I can't think of a better forum for you to kind of take the story from there. Well, I got a call about noon. And, of course, I'm a volunteer chaplain, as some other pastors in this great city are, with our um, men and women in green and white. And, of course, we are a big supporter of those that are dressed in blue and brown and green and white. I mean, we just love law enforcement, and we appreciate them and what they do every single day, putting their life on the line for us. Um, And Romans 13 reminds us that uh, our authorities in Romans 13 are ministers in many ways because uh, they watch over us and they protect us. So when I got a call as um, kind of a volunteer chaplain and and, um, pastor of Idlewild, would I come and be at a press conference? My first thought was, well, of course, that'd be great to kind of remind churches that uh, we're doing this like all the other people are doing it. And, um, you know, to kind of encourage our folks to continue social distancing and, uh, that, you know, that they're being prayed for with the COVID-19. And, uh, I wasn't very long into the press conference. I heard a thing like on a warrant for his arrest, and I realized they were, uh, of course, talking about um, the pastor, the River Church, and um, so there we there we have it. Then they just said, and Pastor Ken's got a few words to say. So, well, so you were I, basically just kind of you were just basically like on the platform, had no idea that you kind of hear with the back and forth, and in two minutes you're giving a word to the community. So you really didn't have any time to think or process it. Well, I, I, and let me tell you this. I mean, I, I, I'm not totally naive that, that probably the breaking story of the county was that there were some complaints about the church and them meeting whenever other churches right. were not meeting. So it wasn't like I thought they were just going to talk about something else and not bring that up. I really 
kind of felt in my heart that this would be a good thing because maybe we can encourage uh, that church to that social distance and and uh, and just talk about really not what them but talk about maybe more of what we are doing and what other churches are doing, uh, you know, to protect the vulnerable and the weak. And so, um, yeah, did I think that, did I know that there might be, that might be an issue and a topic? Of course I did, because uh, I knew that the sheriff had been contacted. I know his staff had been speaking with the lawyers and the attorneys in the, uh, at, at that church. But I, you know, may have been a little more naive than I should have been maybe about the total outcome. Well, I tell you what, uh, your your transparency and honesty has always been something I have uh, really, uh, really appreciated. But I got to tell you that I thought that, uh, in fact, we, uh, not knowing the whole story was breaking, we actually uh, played uh, your comments uh, during the first hour of our show, and uh, they were uh, very uh, balanced, they were very uh, encouraging, and so... Uh, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm amazed, but uh, I just was taken aback as we were just talking a few minutes ago about not really realizing uh, the press conference. So let's get to uh, what the Lord originally in his plan before the ages had for us to get together. And so, Pastor Ken, we are in a whole new paradigm. We're kind of several days into it. Uh, we're at the point where people are on top of each other. We just got news that we got another four weeks at least of this rodeo, and maybe even Easter Day is going to be when the president projects we may have this peak to know how bad or how good it's going to be. What are your thoughts right now, not only from the Scripture, but what the Lord's been sharing with you? Well, Bill, obviously, because this is worldwide, we recognize that there's somebody behind the curtain, someone in heaven, someone who sits on his throne and, and knows every piece of every part of the puzzle uh, of, of our destination, of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And, of course, we both know that we're talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and God's sovereignty and supremacy is such that God knew this before the foundation of the world. And this has not taken him by surprise, though it has for us. It's not just um, uh, a, a United States thing. It's not just within 50 states. It is international. It is global. It is a pandemic. And so when I, when you ask me, Pastor, what are some thoughts that you have? And I, I, my, my thoughts range, really, but I, I really stop and think about the idolatry that is taking place all over the world, in my heart, and, and even in our country's heart as well, mm, that yes. but what, what if God really wants to say something to us about what is necessary, what is important, what is not important? And, and listen, there's nothing wrong with comfort. There's nothing wrong with the American dream. There's nothing wrong with money. There's nothing wrong with Wall Street. There's nothing wrong with sports. Those are good things. And there's a difference between sorrow and despair, by the way. It's okay to have sorrow when you lose a good thing among other good things. But despair is when you feel like you've lost the ultimate thing. And God, all the way through the Scriptures, has been very, very consistent with his people. That thou shalt have no other gods before me, literally before my face. All right, uh... We, I have lost uh, Dr. Kenner RN. Joe, you there? Yeah. I, I saw it. Uh, yeah, I'm right here. There you go. I'm right. I'm right here. Did, okay. Did I lose you? You had a little bit of a hiccup, up? but uh, 
You're fine. Uh, you're live, and you can just take it from about 10 seconds back. Well, what I'm saying was that when, when God's been real clear throughout his word that to his people, that thou shalt have no other gods before me. Now, what he's saying there is not that as long as I'm God number one, you can have God two, three, forty-five, and forty-six. No, thou shalt know the gods before my face. Thou shalt have. I'm going to be number one. I want to be two. I want to be forty-five, and I want to be hundred and forty-five. What's God saying? I'll have no other gods before me. When you stop and think about the world, and think about our world, and you think about ours, is it possible that overnight it seems like everything from tennis? NASCAR, soccer, football, baseball, uh, golf, March Madness, Wall Street, the churches, church buildings. God says, I am going to shut down everything. Why? Because I want my people to focus on what is necessary and what is needed and what is enough. And I am enough. And I cannot help but believe, Bill, that in the midst of everything that we're facing, that God may not be trying to awaken a church. We read the book of Acts. There was a church without a building. We're all pastors right now of different faiths, all still trying to figure out the same thing. How do we do church without a building? And it sounds a lot like the book of Acts, by the way, that Mm -hmm. God is saying, what if you meet in small communities? What if you disciple in a different way? And so we're all trying to do the best we can with what tools we have. And I think we're all praying for one another because this is not a Baptist thing or Methodist thing or Presbyterian thing. This is a body of Christ thing. And uh, Dr. Ken Witten, the question I would have is when we get news like, well, we're going to go to April 30th or it's going to be Easter uh, talk a little bit about the importance. God's already given us the formula way back. Jesus has given us the formula. We are to um, uh, worry about today. We're not to worry about the 15th of April or the 30th of April. We're just to focus on this day. And, oh, by the way, a lot of the things that we may have concerns about, whether it's mortgage, job, this, that, there are literally probably millions of other people all around America who are in that same category. Talk about that, about about just resting in today. You know, Bill, it's so easy to pull tomorrow's clouds over today's sunshine. And so when we hear that we've may it's been extended, the social distancing, and some even places where you live, the, the stay-at-home order uh, till April 30th, that can bring some anxiety in small businesses, not just pastors, small business owners, families, um, homeschool moms, um, yes. moms that are just now being homeschool moms. Somebody said, uh, if this thing goes on, we've got some moms teaching their kids right now. They're going to come up with a vaccine before the before the scientists <laughs> do. Uh, and so, listen, it's real easy to let our emotions lead the way. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew six, when he said in that in that section of scripture in verses twenty four, uh, on the way through thirty four. He's actually saying to the people, I'm going to take care of your fitness, your finances, your food, your future. I'm going to take care of everything. Why? So you'll seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. But right before he starts that 
that conversation, that the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes we know it as, he says, no man can love two masters. Either you'll, be, you'll love the other, be devoted to that one, or you'll hate the one. And he starts talking about our emotion, but he also talks about our devotion. And here's what we like to say around here, Bill. We like to say that your emotion is always going to follow your devotion. Whatever you're devoted to, you're going to be have emotion to as well. And I think God's revealing something to all of us. Where are our emotions? You know, one of the things that I think we're seeing universal is this. One of the reasons why none of us really like social distancing, God did not make us to be separate. God did not make us to be six feet apart. God did not make us to be away from each other. God made us to be with him and to be with each other. That's why the two greatest commandments is love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love thy neighbor as thyself. And I, and I think one of the reasons why we're not comfortable, nor should we be, God made us for relationships, and we long for relationships. And, of course, our emotions going to be out there. So to that mom, to that dad, to that single adult, to that college student, to that high school senior right now wondering about graduation, God would say, I got this. Don't worry. All right. All right. Let's do this. I'm going to ask Pastor Ken to stay with us a little bit long. He'll be praying for our community next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Always tomorrow. Lean on me when you're not strong. And I'll be the best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when there seems to be none. All your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us now online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Travel Cats travel experts announce brand new stay and play golf vacations at Sandals All-Inclusive Resorts. Play any of six prestigious courses across the Caribbean with complimentary green fees and transfers, including the Greg Norman Signature Course at Emerald Bay or Journey to Ireland and play on the Emerald Isle. Call Travel Cats to design your golf getaway. 352-277-7300. TravelCats.com. That's Travel K. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Commendation to Congress and especially Senate Majority Leader McConnell on the massive rescue package. America gets the message help is on its way. But it's time to do more, Congress. We need a phase four. Phase one was the $8.3 billion measure on vaccine research. Phase two was the bill that came from the House Democrats, deeply disliked by Republicans, but the Senate GOP passed it anyway. Phase three blew the doors off the normally stayed Senate, but we'll bring tangible help to American workers and businesses now that it will pass. But the country still needs a phase four. We need to respond to the purveyor of the plague, the Chinese Communist Party. China is nearly equal to the United States in economic strength and superior in stealth and ruthlessness. The immediate fight is the virus. The larger long-term battle is with a regime that allowed the virus to leave its shores. This does not mean war. It means vigilance and deterrence. It means phase four. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. 
You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. SurroundTampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Hey, this is Bill Carl. I'm concerned for my family's health and for yours too, and so is Moss Nissan. And right now, if you've purchased a vehicle from Moss Nissan, now is a great time to refresh the antimicrobial treatment included with Moss Care. It's just another benefit of Moss Care included with the purchase of every new and pre owned vehicle in Moss Nissan. And this treatment is designed to destroy viruses, germs, and bacteria on all interior surfaces. And right now, the second application is free. So get into Moss Nissan and get that vehicle sanitized. And when you come to any Moss dealership, you can rest assured that their facilities have been scrubbed from stem to stern, keeping you and your family's health in mind. Also know that if you're active military, a veteran, first responder, if you're a pastor or church worker, you're eligible for the You Serve, You Save program, including 15% off when you have your vehicle serviced at Moss Nissan. Visit Moss Nissan today, Newport Ritchie, North Tampa, Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. As I keep telling you, we are here for you. I'm praying for you. And boy, another interesting day as we are in the coronavirus journey. And though it may feel like we're walking through the shadow of death, in many aspects we are, remember we are walking through. This will pass. We will look back upon this. And uh, I believe that you, many of our audience who are practicing the social distancing, there'll be a time 5, 10, 15 years down the road where we will all look back and we'll be reflecting on this time that I believe God was giving us an absolute opportunity uh, to consider who he is and to come back to him. And as as I've said, remember, I don't believe there's anything left if you believe in the rapture, the pre-tribulation rapture. I don't think anything would hinder the Lord coming today. So I'm not saying this is the end times, but I got to tell you, when you stop the entire world and you take away all of their other idols, all their interests and say, hey, I want you to consider coming home to me or considering me. Well, I tell you what, what a historic time that you and I have been given to live through this. Well, one of my favorite people in the world, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, is with us. And we went a little bit over because he had a little extra journey today that I uh, wanted to share a little bit about. And I want to bring Pastor Ken back. Thanks for spending a couple extra minutes. And I want to say, if you wanted to to finish up your thought, uh, what God laid on your heart, you can do that. And then you can go ahead and take us into a community prayer. Well, thank you, Bill, and thank you for what you're doing to keep people 
uh, calm and uh, focused vertically. Uh, you know, I got asked the question today, why is God punishing all the people with this coronavirus? And, and, and doesn't that sound like a question that a pastor would get? Why is God punishing oh, yeah. all the people? And I, and I would just be real quick to say this in defense of who God is. Sometimes people will say, why does bad things happen to good people? Here's what I like to say. That, that only happened once. That happened to the Lord Jesus Christ because he's the only one that's ever been good. And God took all of his wrath and God took all of his anger, not all on us. He's not mad at us. He's mad about us. Mm. And God's not punishing people because they're not worshiping him. God's inviting people to worship them. And the anger that God has is God has, has anger towards sin, and he always has. And when Jesus Christ took my sin and your sin on the cross, God poured out all of the wrath and indignation on his son who bore my sin. He became sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God. So God's inviting the world, and God may be inviting you today to put your trust and your faith and your hope in mm. the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. And it's just as easy mm. as saying, Lord, would you step out of heaven, step into my heart? I need a Savior. I need someone to help me go through this. And can I tell you, he said he'd never leave you nor forsake you, and he will. And, Bill, here's what we do know. This too will pass. It, Nehemiah 7, 1 is one of my favorite verses, at least the first half of that, and it came to pass. didn't come to stay. It came to pass. Amen. And, you know, God God yes. is going to bring this about. And I think it's for our good. I think it's for his glory. But I think we do need to pray. And, by the way, there are people that we do need to pray for today. Um, it's not a laughing matter. It's not another um, emoji for somebody out there who's walking through it in their own family. And we know there are people who, who are affected by this. So why don't we do this community right now? I know you can't bow your head if you're driving on the on the. Please don't bow your head and close your eyes. <laughs> the Bible says watch and pray, so you can watch there and pray. Go. But right now, as we drive, and as you may be in your home or wherever you are, let's let's do this. Let's just talk to the Lord, Father. We thank you that we can come to you through the mighty and strong name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we recognize that you're God and we're not. And we recognize that you did not vacate your throne, that you're sovereign and you're supreme, and you reign over all, and you have what we think is over our head is still under your feet. Mm. We thank you for those who are our leaders. We thank you for those medical people who are helping. And we thank you, Father, that you are bringing results and resolutions to our problem. And, Lord, for that anxious mom, for that anxious dad, for that family who have a loss of income because of this, our heart goes out to them, and we pray for them. Lord Jesus, be the lifter of their heads. We mm. thank you for what Jesus Christ did 2,000 years ago for us. We thank you for what he's going to do tomorrow, but we thank you that he's with us this day. We thank you for what Nahum 1-7 says, the Lord is good a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows them that put their trust in him. And, Lord, today we surrender and we put our trust in you in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm, amen and amen. And I want to tell you, uh, Pastor Ken, thank you so much for your leadership in this community. You have uh, 
you have been on the front lines for some of our biggest tragedies and been such a community comfort. Thank you for sharing uh, your day with us about your day and uh, sharing your thoughts from the Lord. And I certainly thank you for your prayers and I uh, hope you have a, a great, uh, a great evening with you and Jenny. And thanks for being with us. Thank you very much, Bill. God bless you. God bless WTBN listeners. Yes. Take care. All right, that'll wrap up this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Guess what? Tomorrow we'll do it all over again starting at 3 o'clock. We'll keep you informed. We'll have a guest pastor tomorrow. And until then, on behalf of all of us at Salem Radio Central Florida, have a blessed evening. God bless and good night. Going on elsewhere.